Welcome to Jesus Listens Stories of Prayer. I'm Susie McIntyre Eaton, and I'm excited to share this conversation with you today. We will be hearing from a young man, and I say 27 years old, who made his way to great success early on in life. But it wasn't something that was just handed to him. YouTube sensation Gabriel Conti has built everything on the foundation of faith and has made a lot of his big life decisions considering what God would want him to do. He shares a few ideas on how to pray when we're not sure if we should take a big leap of faith in life and how to trust God through that sometimes very scary process. Hey Gabriel, welcome to the show. It's good to have you here. I, I want you to, I, I, the little bit that we have talked already, um, I, I'm old enough to be your mama and I'd love you for a son. And I, I just love your warmth and your your personality is awesome. I know that you have a passion for performing and I want to talk to you about that, but I wonder if we could start at the beginning. You really began your career online. Isn't that right? Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, well, my career, I guess you could say, by the way, it's great to be here. Thank you so much Thank for having you. me. Yeah, it's a Thank pleasure. Um, my career started online technically, but I started, yeah, I started performing in middle school and high school, you know, typical high school theater. Um, grew up in church playing different instruments. I played drums for the church. My dad was a worship leader at the church we went to for a while. And um, yeah, we just involved doing that. I taught myself a little guitar, sang. Um, and then I really started getting into performing and the arts more heavily uh, when it came to theater. And that caused me to then go to acting school uh, when I went off to college. But um, right before then, it was about the year before I left for school, I started, I don't know if you remember the Vine app. Vine. <laughs> yeah, it was like six second, small six second videos. Oh, it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was... Ten, basically 10 years ago, well, nine years ago. In, in 2013, I downloaded that app and that's how I started doing content online. I was just making small videos. And what, um, just kind of acting or making up stories or what would you do? Small little, I mean, it was, you only had six seconds. So small little skits, um, some like random like dance stuff. I would like to edit things together quickly. Yeah, just like I was a, I was a teenager. So I was just doing silly stuff really. Um, <clears throat> but that, uh, that led to me growing a bit of a following. I went off to acting school and then my following started growing while I was at school. So mm -hmm. I went for a year and then I made it outside Los Angeles and I was there for five years. Um, I went out there in the summer of 2015. Mm -hmm. and, um, that's where I really started doing all of this more professionally. Um, mm -hmm. I had, a, you know, over the years, a few different acting gigs. Uh, I met my wife out there. So uh, mm -hmm. when, when we started dating and uh, right after we got married um, at the end of 2016, we started um, releasing cover songs together. So got into music and just kind of like doing all the things uh, in traditional media, like acting and music, as well as the new digital media with mm -hmm. uh, YouTube and social media and, and Vine. Vine since then died. So I don't have Vine, no one has Vine anymore, but um. Yeah, we were able to really transition to YouTube, and that's our main, um, I guess you could say our main driver right now. We, we vlog our life and share our life and our story. We shared our, our dating 
life when we got together and then um, uh, all the way through our engagement, marriage, and uh, all the way till now, five years later, five and a half years later, we just had um, our first child, Micaiah. She's a month old and um, yeah, just documenting the whole, <laughs> our whole life really. <laughs> you know, I have a privacy. That's the, that's the deal, right? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty surreal. I have to pinch myself. Like it's pretty, it's for me, it's normal because that's just mm -hmm. over the years we've grown it and it's gotten to that. So that's like our normal life, but I have to mm -hmm. kind of come back down to earth every now and then and be like, okay, no, this, our life is not normal. It's normal to me because I live in it. It's not, it's not a normal thing. We're very blessed and fortunate to have these people just interested in our life and watching our life. And um, yeah, just trying to use the platform that God's given us to uh, spread a positive message and share right. him and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Is, um, is your positive message and uh, your willingness to share Christ in your podcast, is that readily uh, accepted uh, or do people give you a little flack on it? No, no. Um, yeah, that's been uh, our approach to life in general, like I mentioned. So it comes through in our videos. But even um, like one of my closest friends who's now a believer, um, he's actually a youth pastor now, funny enough. But um, like I met him and I wasn't ever uh, like trying to preach to him or, you know, shove the gospel down his throat or anything like that. But mm -hmm. um, I mean, he would call me at a party drunk he lived on the East coast and I'd be in LA and he would, you know, be drunk and FaceTime me just because it was, you know, one in the morning over there. And he was, yeah. you know, he's like, I'm going to call Gabriel, you know, and he would give me a call and I would talk to him for an hour, you know, it'd be like 10 PM on the West coast. So I would talk to him for an hour and um, just chat with him. And it was like, it seemed like a weekly occurrence every, every weekend he'd just give me a ring and I'd chat with him. And then when I was in New York, I would go see him and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I talked about this in my book as well, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, just trying to share the love of Christ with people and seeing where he was five, six years ago to right. where he's at now and, and just what he's doing with his life. Um, it's, it, it's like humbling because I feel like I didn't do anything other than just try and love on him. And then Jesus was able to use my life right. and, and my wife's life to, uh, to impact him. I totally agree with you, Gabriel. I totally agree with you. And um, you showed up just like Jesus showed up on this earth. And uh, you didn't shun your friend when, even when he was drunk, when he was calling you and you took time for him and you talked to him and you met him where he was. So you're living your life in front of them, of these people that, uh, that love you. And what an opportunity to be able to live your, your Christianity out in front of them and no telling how many people that you've affected by that. Um, I know we were talking, my husband was here just a few minutes ago before we started and Mark was really um, talking about, he's the same person in the pulpit on Sunday morning as he is on Saturday night or Friday night. Yeah. And I think what one of my other famous, uh, not famous, it is a famous quote, but it's my favorite quote is live like nobody's watching. Yeah. What, how do you, how do you walk your walk out when nobody's watching you? Um, I think that's the better way to say that, but um, you know, you're, you're not trying to, to trying to act out for anybody. You're just living your life. And when your life is pure and that doesn't mean we don't have problems, mm -hmm. but we, um, we just live our life and that's the way 
the way that Christ wants us to. Uh, your, your story really shows that small, intentional decisions, taking things step by step, can be a great way to approach getting what we want in life. When it comes to faith, what are the intentional decisions you make each day to ground yourself in that? Yeah, well, I'm uh, I'm very big on just like kind of creating micro habits, if you will. Uh-huh. And those small things that you do day to day or week to week will really compound long term. Um, and when it comes to my faith specifically, uh, I guess a story like last year, it was about a year and a half ago, I was just having a hard time praying. I was, you know, getting caught up in the morning. I, you know, want to do my devotional and whatever. And I just, I couldn't focus. I was having a hard time and uh, I was getting really down on myself that I wasn't able to pray for long periods of time. I, I was getting really down on myself that I wasn't able to pray for long periods of time. You know, like I need to sit here and, you know, talk about everything with God for 45 minutes for an hour. And I would get so down on myself and hard on myself that I wasn't this um, ideal that I had in my head that uh, I just would, I would end up not praying at all. Right. And, and I can't remember for the life of me what the book is called, but I read this book. It was amazing. And he was just talking about uh, how when approaching prayer, if you're having a hard time with it, start really, really small. Don't go past five minutes. Just like pray for five minutes in the morning and just do that. And don't allow, don't even allow yourself to go past five minutes hmm. because hmm. you want to first create the habit of doing it every day and talking to God every day. And um, over time, then you can expand on that habit once it's built. And that helped me so much. Like I don't need to sit there and be whatever this ideal is that I've created in my head. I can just focus on like this five minutes. I'm going to intentionally mm-hmm. spend with God and just every day I'm going to build this habit. And and since then I've kind of, I've expanded on that for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But I really wanted to focus that in for myself because I was just having such a hard time with it. And um, creating that small habit was so key. And it's, it's similar to, uh, it's something that I, my wife and I like to do an emotional checkup, we call it. And, um, most nights we try to, when we're in bed, um, it's, you know, a bit difficult with a baby now, but we still try to do it. (laughs) And over time, um, prayers become one of my favorite things to do in the morning, um, on top of like journaling and, 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 you know, reading of course, but uh, journaling is another one too. I recently started that. It was the end of last year, the end of 2021. Um, I was struggling. I, I struggle with depression and anxiety and it comes with waves um, in different seasons and stuff. Yeah. But um, I was really having a hard time at the end of last year. And I don't know why, but I just started to just start journaling. And I, I kind of had this in my head of like, all right, if I want to create a habit of journaling, I need to start really small. And I just started with a sentence or two. It's small, just a few lines on the page. Mm-hmm. And my journal at the beginning, it's funny, at the beginning, uh, when I first started just writing in this notebook, I have mm-hmm. like multiple journal entries on one page just because every day I only allowed myself to write a really small 
amount. And I, I was basically writing how I was feeling and why I think I was feeling that way. Yeah. And over time that developed to me being able to write more after I built a habit, but what's really cool to bring it back to prayer um, is I, it wasn't intentional really over time it kind of developed and now I intentionally do it. But um, when I do my journal entry, when I'm talking about how I'm feeling and why I think I'm feeling that way, um, it basically kind of like encapsulates what's on my heart and I'm putting it down on the page and I don't, it's not necessarily a prayer journal or anything like that. It's kind of like just my thoughts as if I'm just talking I am. Mm-hmm. random person. But then afterwards, um, cause I don't want it to be formalized. If that makes sense. I don't want it to sound like a prayer and try and make it all nice and wordy or whatever. I just want to write down my raw thoughts and feelings, but then afterwards I then take that and add it into prayer as well. So I have something to pray through and talk about every single day. Right. Um, awesome. Yeah. That's been something that's really helped me as well. Just kind of, right. uh, connect me more emotionally with God. Cause I'm, I'm talking about like the, the, when I, when I wake up in the morning, what am I thinking about? What is like on my heart and just kind of word vomiting, vomiting that onto the page. That's an awesome thing for someone to be as young as you and to know what path they need to go and to be so, you know, um, to journal, to do those things and to not just, like you say, put it all so formally. This is just how I feel today. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a great tool for you. It's funny when I say this, but I really thank God for my depression and anxiety because it, that forces me to, and I'm, you know, like right now I'm in a season where things are really great, but I'll still, I still get anxiety just like randomly this wave will come over and it, it yeah. forces me to be in prayer. And I've created, talking about like those micro habits again, if I feel anxiety, I go to prayer and it's just like that happens. And if I'm, you know, busy throughout the day or I'm forgetting to really kind of like mm-hmm. slow down and, and. Um, I guess like remember to do life with God and pray or whatever it is. And my anxiety tends to come when I am really busy and I'm putting a lot on my plate. So it's like this constant reset that I'm having. And it's been a a great habit for me to, and it's not even like a long Mm -hmm. either. It is just like, like if I'm feeling anxious and I'm going throughout the day, just like stop, pause, reflect on the Lord. And then, and then, you know, it's, it's a, it's an amazing reset. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that's, that's so uh, good that people would know that too. You keep, you keep talking that because the quicker that we see something happening and go to um, change, change the, the trajectory of what's going on. If you stay in that, it's only going to get worse, but you've yeah. got the habit of getting in there and changing the trajectory of your thoughts and your anxiety immediately. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you project that for your child, that that will be a wonderful, wonderful thing for her as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the, talking about five minute prayers, um, Jesus listens, of course, is yeah. what we're talking yeah. about today on our podcast. And this is uh, Sarah Young's newest book. And it's amazing to me how when I pick this up on the days that um, I read it, that it's just something that hits me what I've been going through. And what I needed for the day. I've been struggling with some health issues as of late. And um, it's it's easy to get into a path of pain of why is this happening to me? And 
this book, uh, and of course, my relationship with Christ really helps me to not stay there. Yeah. And Gabriel, you have really encouraged me in that today, and I thank you for that. So, Gabriel, we always ask our, our guests to read a day out of Jesus Listens, Sarah Young's new book. Would you yeah, please read yeah. that for us? Thank Definitely. you. Yeah. Jesus, my loving companion, I am on an adventure trail with you. This is not an easy time, but it is nonetheless good, full of blessings as well as struggles. Help me to be open to all that you're teaching me as I journey with you through challenging terrain and enable me to let go of familiar comforts so I can say a wholehearted yes to this adventure. I want to make wise choices as I journey with you. I need to pray continually about these decisions, trusting in your perfect wisdom. You know everything, including what lies ahead on my path. My busy mind tends to make various plans about the way I should go, but you are the one who directs my steps and makes them sure. In your infinite, wise name, amen. Uh, I just want to encourage all of our listeners to get uh, a Jesus Listens book, uh, because just like what happened with Gabriel and I right now, it it fit what we were just talking about. And it was already pre-planned what he was going to read. And uh, I hadn't read it. And I don't know. Had you read it? Uh, I, had, I had go- gone through it a little bit, but I didn't yeah. even, I had forgotten yeah. about it actually. Just, I was like, yeah, I'll read that at the end. That's an amazing little yeah. thing. But then coming back to it, I was like, oh, wow, this is. Yeah. It was tailor-made for you. So. Yeah, I know. I know. That's awesome. <laughs> well, Gabriel, I know that you're a busy man. You're a father, you're a husband, you're, you've got your YouTube channel, you've got all of these things going. And I just want to thank you for sharing with Jesus Listens Podcast your life today. I, I It was such a wonderful thing to get to know you and, um, and God bless you so much. And um, could you pray for us before we leave? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Thank you so much. This has been been amazing. Yes. Yes, sir. Thank you. Father God, we come before you now. I just thank you so much for uh, being able to do this interview with Susie. She's been amazing. So encouraging to me. And I just pray that our conversation will be able to encourage those out there as well. um, Listening to this podcast. God, I, uh, yeah, I just pray that you would continue to guide us through our life. Everyone, Mm -hmm. Susie and uh, everyone listening that you would be our North star, our focus, and, um, that we would just be able to hone in on exactly what you have for us, God, and, uh, be able to kind of listen to that small voice, that still small voice, and, um, really to be able to develop and shape a lot of the decisions and intentional choices that we make in our life to, uh, focus more on you. We love you, Lord. We praise you. And we thank you in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Gabriel. We're so glad you joined us for this episode of Jesus Listens, Stories of Prayer. We'll be back soon with another guest and another story. But until then, remember, Jesus hears you. He cares for you, and he's just a prayer away. Thank you for honoring us with your time today. I'm Susie McIntyre-Eaton, and I'll see you next time. Be sure to follow us on social media and on the Jesus Calling podcast on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts so that you can keep up with our weekly audio episodes and special monthly series like this one. And be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Calling channel on YouTube, where you'll find the video version of this interview.
Thanks for listening.